welcome to your weekly episode of Feed, Slay, Love. I'm your host, Catherine, and I'm so happy that you're here. Feed, Slay, Love is a podcast for busy moms who are everything for everyone. So if that's you and you ever wondered whether there's more to life, then you're in the right place. Let's dig right in. Today's podcast is dedicated to the brave, the strong, the courageous of you, which I know is all of you. I want to talk a bit about the situation or the feeling of being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, I'm sure many of you know the feeling one way or another when you don't know whether you should be fighting harder or let go whether you should go left or right, whether you should go up or down, whether you should go full force or pull back, right? Um, that feeling of whichever way you'd go, it would be such a struggle, such a fight. You'd already see the defeat, the failure. And you just don't know, is there a third option? Is there another way? Is there a way to get out of this rut? Is there a way to get unstuck? Is there a way to actually choose happiness? Go for the better life. Go for more. Go for, you know, relief and just a healthier um, way of living. Whatever your situation is that you might be picturing here, whether it's a It's a health situation, whether it's an emotional situation, relationship, friendship, um, or a career situation. Whenever we feel stuck, we tend to first not do anything. We tend to um, have something like analysis paralysis, right? We analyze the different options, the, the kind of two or however many options there are. And we don't know which one is the best or worst one. So we can't really make a decision and we get stuck in a place of fro frozenness. Um, and I've been stuck like that as well. And my thoughts at the time were always like, oh, my God, I'm too young to be so stuck. Like I, I have a whole life to live. I need to move forward. And and. And I made it worse for myself, right? Beating myself up with that negative inner self-talk of putting pressure on myself to force a decision or make a change. But I just didn't know what, what will make things better. And often what research suggests and, and what I find personally as well, and you will surely agree with this, is we get motivated by one of two things. Um, for us, it's either the push or the pull, the negative or the positive we get motivated by being drawn towards a success or uh, we get you know pulled towards this positive life this amazing future this thing goal whatever we want to achieve um, or we get pushed by the negative we get pushed by the pain if the pain gets bad enough we will get forced into action If the dream gets strong enough, we get forced into action. So it's that push or pull, uh, either triggered by a positive dream, by a success that we want to achieve, and that gets so big that we just really 
do everything to get there um, or the pain gets so bad that we are left with no choice but action whatever it is action just get out of that and but to get to that place to be forced into action um, it, it can take weeks months sometimes even years of feeling numb resentful empty guilty unhappy like you know you burn the candle at both ends you're so exhausted you've done everything for everyone you're holding it together and you know you're struggling you're losing sight of your path but you just can't find that end you can't see that silver lining you can't feel that spark and you don't worst of all don't even know what it is you really want um and I want to talk a little bit about that, about that feeling of just before you come to a conclusion, just before you gear into action, what is it that will make you shift? What is it, you know, not to wait for that pain to get a lot worse or that draw to success to get so much bigger, but actually for you to decide. And I want to give you three really good reasons today to take charge of your own life now and why now because you know now is the best time right okay well let's dig in you know you have to recognize first of all you were an active part of creating this life being in this situation you know and byproduct is that you are exhausted or frustrated now that's normal that's just how life goes but, you know, let me reassure you here. The problem isn't your life. The problem isn't the people around you or your relationship or your boss or, you know, your family. The problem is that you lost your focus. You lost your goals and you feel pushed around by the others around you and their demands. Because if you don't live your life on your terms, you live your life on someone else's terms, right? So that's the first thing to really recognize here. And, you know, the good news is it's fixable. You can be happy again. You can figure out your goals. You can be in charge again, right? And you can start now. As I said, you know, that change needs to come out of you and it needs to happen. You need to make that decision to want to change that, to want to take charge again. And the best way I find to take charge again is to find a reason, an anchor, a meaning or a why, a northern star, something, a guiding light, whatever you want to call it. You need that reason to really implement that change and not waste any more time dabbling and being in that situation of paralysis or freeze you need a reason to know why you need to make a change in your life for me when I was in that situation my relationship was stuck I was so unhappy I didn't know what I want to do anymore with my life like you know I just passively lived every day felt no joy no excitement like all that kind of stuff and and I kept having that thought 
um, that quote from Eat, Pray, Love um, in my head, the only thing more impossible than staying was leaving. You know, right in the beginning of the movie when Julia Roberts is um, kind of like praying um, for an answer because she also doesn't know in or out. She knows she's unhappy in her marriage, but she also built that life. Like how the hell could she just give up on it now, right? So that's exactly, you know, the feeling I'm describing here. A, a guilt attached to it as well, right? And and both staying and leaving feel really far away from happiness. So, you know, whether you stay or you leave, it's not like there's instant gratification coming your way and you'll be happy if you make a decision. No, it's way harder than that. It's a process. So for that process to be kicked off and for you to stick with it as well and for you to be committed to it and for you to work through it and the hardships that will come your way and the learnings you have to face about yourself, the, the tough stuff you have to look into the mirror and admit to yourself how you've been part of this and how you need to avoid this in the future and how you need to step up more. This needs to come from within yourself. So the best way to start is have a why. Why do you need to change that anchor? Um, and for me, the anchor was I wanted to be that role model for my daughter. I didn't want to be that mom who's so unhappy and just grumpy and frustrated and lashing out and unhappy and torn between, you know, working, you know, my ass off at my job and having that big career, but at the same time being profoundly unhappy and not in love, you know, in my marriage anymore. So I wanted to be better for my daughter. And also I wanted to be better for myself. I was <laughs> actually worried um, that I will get sick, you know, if I stay in this um, unhappiness, if I stay in this situation, I thought this is going to affect my mental and physical health, you know. I had no energy, I had more frequent headaches and all that. And I was just like, I'm just going to get a burnout from this situation. I'm going to maybe get, you know, worse diseases. Like, I mean, I don't know what's going to be worse than a burnout, like a depression or even physical diseases, right? My immune system felt low and like all these type of things when we have low energy and and we just don't feel good anymore, like profoundly unwell, it can affect us in so many ways. It affects our relationships. They in turn affect our well-being and so on. So that downward spiral, I wanted to break it. I wanted to live that life that's waiting for me out there. And I wanted to show my daughter it can be done. She's five years old now and she's the most independent little personality and I want her to know there are no boundaries. There's no ever like being stuck or set in a way. You can change everything. You can, you know, make your dreams come true. That's really what I wanted. But that's my personal story. I want to give you three big reasons why you need to change. And, um, and maybe you find an anchor in one of them or in all of them. So the first big reason is your confidence keeps declining if you stay in that rut, if you stay in that spot, if you stay in that paralysis. You need to revert that process. You need to get your confidence back up. And you know what? We all lose our confidence at times. It's normal. 
But the longer we stay in this kind of limbo situation, the longer it will take us as well to get out of it, get out of that rut, get out of that comfort zone that's not even comfortable, you know. And, and the longer you stay in there, the more your confidence will suffer. So whether it's, you know, a limbo of not really starting that health journey, not really starting that exercise journey, not really getting out of that unhealthy relationship, the longer you stay, the more your confidence will suffer. And, you know, I'm here for you to support you. I'm here every step of the way. If you need help, reach out. I understand that with low confidence, it can feel daunting to start a process of change. But, you know, what is stopping you? You need to get the hang of taking your life into your hands again. And what's really standing between you and starting the process is your self-image. And, you know, it's your life. Do you want to be happy again? You know, you can't lose more. So just go for it. Take one step forward and see where the road leads you. Take one step at a time. Don't overbear yourself, especially with low confidence, but get started. So that would be my absolute number one. The second reason why you need to really start taking action is you keep living in the past if you don't change. You keep going back to all the conversations, situation, analyze what is the problem? When? How did you get to that point? You know, if you feel stuck or you can't see the wood from the trees, then often we also feel like, how did I end up here? And we keep looking backwards. We keep looking back like, oh God, I haven't felt joy in ages. I haven't laughed in such a long time. And, and there's that guilt attached to it as well, you know. You don't know how to change it. You feel guilty about feeling so low or faking it. Um, you feel maybe like you're failing as a mom or as a spouse or as a friend as well, having no energy or enthusiasm. And then looking back into the past constantly needs to stop. You need to shift gears to moving into the future, to thinking about as well, like daring to dream again, you know, thinking about what could be, what should be and and what you really want from life. You can journal about it. You can train yourself to dream again. You know, you can go to bed every day and write down three things that are life dreams you used to have or maybe you have and just start rewiring your mind towards the future again. Get out of that slump of the, ba of the past and rewire your mind towards dreaming again and towards what feels good for you, what you want, you know, if you always wanted to travel somewhere, whatever, like write down two or three things every night before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning. And it might feel really awkward and weird and you might not come up with things at first. You might think about like, oh yeah, I wanted to clear out that kitchen cabinet or something. But allow yourself to just stay in that process. You will start to dig a bit deeper, you know, you will get beyond scratching the surface of your day-to-day -day battles and um, everyday life towards getting in touch with your dreams again, forward thinking, you know. 
And the third reason why you need to get back in charge of your life is that you're getting resentful. And, you know, resentfulness is never, never a good place to be in. You might have overcommitted to everything, to everyone, at work, with your family, with the kids. And you kind of like were living off that gratitude of others or thankfulness of others or rewards you reaped from, you know, career successes or, you know, those short adrenaline bursting, endorphin releasing moments of, Uh, you know your boss praising you or a project going really well or your kids being happy or there with them at every freaking practice or whatever um, and that's great to feel needed to feel rewarded but you forgot yourself a little bit in that process haven't you you can't just be everything for everyone you have to be everything for yourself too first and foremost actually You know, if being happy is all you want, then I tell you that squeezing in a bubble bath once a week won't cut it. Your batteries are most probably pretty dead and, you know, you need to recharge them. You need to recharge them through meaning, through purpose, through having that drive again, that energy again, to wake up energized and happy. It's possible It might feel further away than the moon at the moment. But if you find your why, a driver, why you need to get better, why you need to stop being resentful and why you need to stop over committing to everyone and everything, then that will give you some energy. If you allow yourself to dream again, that will give you energy. If you allow yourself to do things you enjoy again and recharging in a bubble bath, doesn't probably cut it it's nice keep doing it by all means but find something that really lights you up what is it that you've enjoyed in the past what is it did you used to play an instrument or used to sing in a choir or did you used to go for big walks or did you used to help in an animal shelter or like try and find something again that gives you a sense of a purpose of meaning even just a little bit of that will re-energize you so much more so than filling the you know uh, half an hour that you might have with just sitting around and reading a magazine fill that little extra time you have or make time for a little bit of extra time in your schedule every week if you can every day instead of filling your time with netflix or filling your time with venting with girlfriends you know fill it with something that fills you with joy that gives you that feeling of purpose and meaning and you know what freeing up that time is actually also not too much to ask for you know you can fill your leisure time with whatever you want but if you don't fill it with things that re-energize you and fill you with positivity and purpose if you don't fill your time with that today then you will not feel more energized tomorrow I tell you that much and you know imagine waking up imagine waking up refreshed taking time for yourself journaling or meditating breathing having a cup of tea you know with a still mind every day I mean I you know I can't do it every day 
And I admit that I'm a busy single mom and I cannot do that every day. And it sounds dreamy, but I also know that for me, my mornings aren't like that. I enjoy that in the evenings. I make a cup of tea in the evenings, journal, maybe sit outside on the balcony for a little bit. I do breathing exercises whilst I'm walking. I love meditating whilst I'm walking, not with my eyes closed, <laughs> but there are walking meditations that are really enjoyable. Or like waking up to great music, putting on a nice scented candle, like clearing your mind and freeing up mental energy by worrying less. You know, you can visualize as well. You can visualize and practice the visualization of courageously speaking your truth or asking for help or giving feedback, um, you know, without being emotional or taking things personally. You can start visualizing about setting boundaries more clearly. What is it? What are your values? Where has someone overstepped? In what situation did you feel the energy shifted and you didn't feel comfortable? Where should be your boundaries? Pay attention to those little things, to those things that suck your energy or that feed your energy. Is there music? Are there any sounds that you really enjoy? Has there been a conversation with a friend recently that really left you energized and inspired? You know, do more of the things that energize you. Do less of the things that suck your energy if you can. I mean, if work sucks your energy, you might not be able to immediately change your job, but you could rethink what you're actually learning at your job. Attach more meaning to your job. And attach some sort of a purpose um, to what you're doing, even if it is for yourself. If at your job you frequently have to present and you can think of like, oh, I'm actually really grateful to my work to have made me a better speaker than when I started in that role, even if maybe the content is not so invigorating or if your colleagues aren't that great. But what have you learned or what can you still learn at your work and what gives you meaning or grows you um, you know, we can find something thinking about the positive things. We can always find something um, that is positive in our lives and that we can be grateful to. And shifting that perspective can also raise our energy levels. I mean, we can try it, right? Lastly, I just want to say that, you know, we are accountable for the lives we live. And if we actually manage to live the life that we enjoy, a life of our dreams or even a life that makes us happy, a life that gives us joy, maybe not 100% of the time, but 80% of the time. If we live like that, if we are positive in our own life, then we are also able to actually give back and have a positive impact on others as well. And by others, I mean your direct relationships, your direct friendships, your kids, your colleagues, you know, and having that accountability and looking at your life from that perspective of taking charge, taking responsibility, being accountable for your life, your boundaries, your dreams, your goals, your, um, your identity um, makes you more accountable. And it makes others respect you more. It makes you respect yourself more. And, you know, if you respect yourself more, others will respect you more. If you love yourself more, others will love you more. If you value yourself more, others will value you more. And 
if you value your rest, if you value your dreams, if you value your children, if you value your boundaries, so will others, you know. It's really about putting in that own initiative first. As I said in the beginning, my driver was always my daughter um, and giving her the best example, being that role model for her to live her truth um, and to be appreciated for her honesty and courage and to appreciate her happiness, to really demand rest when she needs it. Those type of things um, that I want to instill in her. And I always felt like, you know, the next generation de really depends on us, right? As moms, we are raising the next generation and we really need to teach our kids to be themselves and to stand up for who they are, to have the courage and to live with purpose because the alternative really would be sad. Another generation dealing with burnout, with frustrations, with doing just what others expect, what society is expecting. Um, it, it would really make me sad, you know, and um, I know it's not all on us. Surely their dads as well, there are other people influencing our children, but whatever we can influence, let's try and influence it. Whatever we can improve, let's try and improve it. Um, most of the time, the mom is the most present and the most key person in a child's life. And therefore, you know, Our kids might not see it that way at the moment, but our kids are exposed to how we handle our lives and they see it firsthand. Actions speak louder than words, you know? And if we really want to transform ourselves and impact others, then we do have to walk the walk. We have to take action. I truly believe that a lot of parents who don't believe that their actions impact anyone around them, they end up shying away from stepping up and they raise a, a generation of children who maybe lack resilience or lack strength and courage, you know, a generation that seeks that external improvement and that external happiness and those external sources more than it being connected internally to their own happiness. So, you know, I leave you with that. Um, and this is, you know, my opinion. You can obviously um, feedback to me about your opinions. I would be so curious to hear what you think about this. But, um, you know, we impact our children one way or another, right? And, and we can't be on our A-game every single day, every single minute. Um, you know, all of us. Uh, have our faults and we do things that are maybe not perfect by parenting books or whatever and that's fine we have to be ourselves and we have to be human as well that's important for kids to learn too so we do impact our children one way or another and they will learn from our behavior I think we can agree on that whether we want it or not right so why not though improve our lives, our mom lives and our kids' lives by really taking charge, you know, show them how it's done, right? So what now? Switch up some habits from today. Get inspired every day to grow a little bit more. Set goals, be more conscious. I'll be here with you every step of the way. I believe in you, I root for you and I will send you positive vibes. You can 
check out my blog posts, you can check out my Instagram inspiration, check out this podcast, follow me and I will be there for you every step of the way. Start today, monitor the change for the better. This is true self-care and you need to do this for you. You know why? Because you owe it to yourself. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. For any feedback, thoughts, or if you want to be part of this podcast, submit a question or be a guest on my show, please contact me via the below contact details. Lastly, a quick disclaimer. This podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and education only, and it's not a replacement for therapy. If you need help, please seek the advice of your doctor or therapist.